Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He pioneered Jets blogging and podcasting. He brought smiles to the faces of Jets fans all over the world. He was there through the good and bad. And then, one day, he vanished. People far and wide wondered, where has he gone? When will he return? Thankfully, the answer is now. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year. With Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother. Testify. On Turn on the Jets Digital. Welcome back to There's Always Next Year. I'm your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. With me, as always... Travis Milton, who you can find on Twitter at dash 37 board 27 and Josh Conrad at Josh underscore Conrad on Twitter. Fellas, what the hell does Adam Gase think he's doing? We are precariously close to the point of a season where we pick up three very meaningless wins and end up with the third pick. So I, it would be peak Adam Gase to not, to, to not be good, but to win some games that hurts his team even more. Like that's right. that's the final level of Adam Gase's video game. That's honestly, Travis. That that is exactly what I said last week on the podcast. I was like, "Well, no one expects that they'll win any games between here and the end of the season, so of course that's what they'll do." And then you know, here we go on Sunday, watching the game, watching things unfold, and I'm like, "What the hell do they think they're doing? What do they <laughs> think they're doing here?" Now, obviously, most of it was the Bills. Would you agree? This wasn't. Um, a flurry of uh, of just sheer amazingness by the Jets. It was, this was more about the Bills. Would you agree? Um, I mean, I don't know that I would agree with that. I mean, the the level of ineptitude in the second half was just mind blowing. But at at the same time, I do think that the the Bills are you know they're not the 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 contenders that everyone was making them out to be. I mean, when you're relying on what's his name, Kyle Kyle Ass Kyle Bass. Kyle, I don't know, whatever. Kyle, I, I don't it's know. Kyle. I don't follow other teams' kickers. Um, you know, when he's your only form of offense. Uh, well, they did. They did put up like four hundred twenty some odd yards against the defense. But I, I really think I mean, it's again. It's just the Jets are just fucking terrible. It just I, I I can't put that on the Bills. Okay, so it's the Jets' terribleness and the Bills, whatever. Just looking over this week or whatever it was, um, which got them to dangerously close to to messing with this this ongoing streak. Uh, this is a thing that tends to bother me because whenever the Jets are terrible and let's face it like they're they're not necessarily in tank mode, but for whatever reason the Giants who, you know, everyone agrees like they're kind of, you know, the the darling son of of New York 
Uh, they get all, they get more attention, et cetera, et cetera. But in the years when the Jets are just utterly atrocious, Josh, what is it about the Giants that they cannot help themselves? And they're like, oh, well, well, the Jets are terrible. Well, well, gee, we want to be terrible too. We want the first overall pick. Like, that's not fair. Like, what is it about the Giants that any year the Jets have a chance doing truly something special and getting the first overall pick? The Giants <laughs> have to be sniffing around. What is the deal? If you grew up with brothers, I, I have two younger brothers, and th- there were moments in in their upbringing that if they did anything of no anything noteworthy, you know, got a good grade on a test, like you know, hit a home run in a little league game, I I feel like I went into this mode of like, no, 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 I need to reassert dominance at every chance I can get for the next week <laughs> to erase them completely. So, so I I do think that that exists, you know, on, on the NFL football level. I'm not sure. Uh, Dave Gettleman and and uh, Joe, Joey Judge are, are looking looking across the the water to Florham Park to see what the Jets are up to, but um, I I do think that there's there's just enough connection between the two of them in the weirdest worst year um, I think most of us most people have gone through that uh, both teams to be this truly putrid um, is really a sight to behold. I obviously the the Giants you know they have. I mean, Saquon Barkley is, is obviously a, a really great running back. And, you know, who knows what Daniel Jones can do? He can run 21 miles an hour, but he can't do that for 85 yards. He can only do it for 70 yards uh, before he trips and falls all over himself on national television. So that play, actually, it was a little bit – it was just nice. It was nice to think that the Giants yeah. are going to get made fun of for a couple of days before the Jets. But then the Jets didn't suck the entire time yesterday. So yeah. getting two two quarters of competent football – uh, was a nice little a nice little way to grin at the Giants and and feel like man we might have we might have at least won the week in terms of not yeah. looking uh, as as inept as they did. It was a it was a, a nice little oasis. I agree of like hey here's some competence guys look look at this and then I think <laughs> of course you know the natural thing that we have to talk about is you know this is the game in which Adam Gase decides that you know what he's going to hand over play calling to. To one Patton Oswalt, uh, who who came in and and it almost worked there. I mean, it looked good for a little bit. Travis, what were your thoughts of Doel Legains in the play calling? Uh, let, I, let's not <laughs> let's not talk about the second half. Let's let's talk about the first half. Like, what did you see from Legains in the, in the first half? And were you impressed, or how did you feel about it? Surprised. Um, I uh, I recall a tweet by uh, the boss man, Mr. Joe Caparoso, uh, at some point in, the, in the, the second half that said, I hope we all never forget the 15 minutes today when we all wondered if Dole might be the next Andy Reid. And I about <laughs> fell out of my chair. <laughs> uh, because, I mean, for real, like I uh, I was in the uh, I had a, a an event um, early on at the restaurant. So I, I missed a little bit of the first quarter. Oh, OK. And I sat down and I was like, whoa, wait, what's going on? And uh, then I saw a couple, of, I saw like a, a really great, like third, I think it was like, what was it, a third down and 20 conversion mm-hmm. by, uh, you know, by Darnold. And I was like, holy shit, what's going on? And, you know, we were up. Then I saw, you know, the P Ryan touchdown. And I, I was really just kind of taken aback and be like, what the hell happened? And I didn't know that, that Doel was, was calling plays. Was calling the plays, yeah. Him, until I saw him do that, like half-hearted, almost fall-down, comical chest bump. Like, did you guys see that after the touchdown? <laughs> so he, he almost gets knocked down, chest bumping, and then he's got like this little, like, 
this little like hand wave that's, that looks like he's out of breath just from chest bump. It was, it was hilarious. But that aside, like, I mean, the first half, like it was, he was calling a pretty decent game. Um, the rookies were getting involved. Um, I really like that. And, and uh, you know, there was, you could, you could see a little bit of, of development in like P Ryan and, you know, mm-hmm. you got to see a little bit of what Mims was about and they were utilizing them. And then that second half, all of a sudden, it's like Mims is back on the IR. He, he doesn't get targeted at all, but P Ryan's like not doing anything. Uh, it's, I, I don't know what happened there, but like, man, like that first half, like it, I forgot what it felt like to see decent football. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of similar, similar thoughts to Travis. Honestly, I thought, I, I thought this felt like a week where maybe Gase was, I think he's known for a while. Like he's probably not, returning as the head coach of the Jets after the season. But it did feel like this game was let me let me let my other guys do some stuff. And so obviously Greg Williams is dialing up a lot of pressure on uh on Josh Allen, really getting after attacking the line of scrimmage like a Greg Williams defense does. Um and then our 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 guy Ratatouille um <laughs> was dialing up some plays to get his guys in some space to to, to make some things happen. Um, and you, the frustrating thing, right, because we're Jet fans, we focus on the frustrations, mm-hmm. um, is that, man, for seven games, like we didn't see, or six games, we didn't see, um, you know, Mims obviously was was dinged up. But, man, if P. Ryan can run like this, like why wasn't he doing this week one, week two, week three, or even week five? Like, you know, there's been so little – um, investment in him and, and maybe it's an internal decision to you know maybe he wasn't picking up blitz packages or whatever practice has been looking like but you know you would have thought that that three games in realizing man we don't have a team that's going to compete this year let's throw it to the young guys and let them do some stuff right um, I think we got a glimpse of that and so you know you mix that in with hopefully a guy like Crowder who's healthy I'm going to advocate that, that you, you know like if there's value for him, like you, you make that, you make that move, but another guy alongside Mims um, with Darnold with a, with a, you know, a rebuilt line and, and a couple of investment pieces, like there might be something in a couple of years, but they have to figure out what they have. And that's what that first half felt like. Uh, yeah. I think that was the, <laughs> the thing for me is I, I, I can't believe I, I'm going to suggest this, but my thought was when I watched uh, the, I kind of, caught up in the second quarter and then i was watching the third and fourth quarter and i was like wait did did adam gates take over play calling again like did he basically yeah back away yeah. from ratatouille because like i don't understand what else happened here like it's the only thing i could say it was like i don't know if it was adjustments and certainly the bills you know played better uh defensively in the second half and but I, just I, my initial thought is like Adam Gase is such a dumpster fire of a human being. Like, of course, like why would I would not, there's a non-zero chance that he actually just pulled the reins back from, from Ratatouille. Like, I I don't know if he did it or not. And I don't know if anybody's going to talk about it and, you know, maybe whatever. And maybe he didn't, maybe he just ran out of gas. Uh, But yeah, that was my initial thought is like, Oh, I think Adam Gase is calling. again. But then after the game, like, yeah, he got so it going if, in the first half, and then you know the second half, not so much. Right. So I, I don't know if he's, I don't know what's going on there. But the, these are the mind games, the gaslighting that Adam Gase has, has done to me and my fandom of this team. 
Uh, what were your thoughts? I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna credit Greg Williams with being a little bit of a self preservationist at this right. point, you know, the rational thought is that Gates is probably doing the same thing. Yeah. And so, if he hands over the reins and the and the team looks good and they're beating a potential playoff, <laughs> oh team, yeah, he's got a he looks yeah, terrible. So it. let me take, give me the controller back and let me yeah. you know dive into the pit of fire and and die before we reach the end of this <laughs> level. Like that's what it felt like. Uh, yes, that is exactly what it felt like to me. Okay, so good. I'm glad I'm not alone in in that thought. Um, all right. We're so so that was I think that was the the thing for me is you know that this week in Adam Gates was was effectively right. Did he take the controller back and dive into the fire? Um, you know he says you know he, like he said after the game we gave ourselves a chance and I, I certainly think that's a half truth. They did give themselves a chance, but I certainly think the Bills were giving them many more chances than <laughs> than the Jets gave themselves. Uh, and and right you know if the if the Bills are playing at least half, maybe three quarters of the league other than this team, that that is a loss for the Bills, right? But they just so, you know, just so happened to be playing the Jets this week. And so they they were able to skate away with a win. Um, yeah, you talked about the rookie performances. You talked about um, Michael P. Ryan specifically. Um, yeah, what, did, what did you guys see around P. Ryan? And then we'll get to Mims after that. Uh, but like, let's, uh, yeah, what was it about... Uh, his play was it the fact that he was hitting the holes well was it the fact that he was being patient or you know just I don't know what what was what was what did you specifically like about his game um in the parts that you got to see of him playing uh Josh yeah I I you know there's there is just something about young legs and opportunity and a season that's going awry that'll that'll light a fire and so for a guy like P Ryan who maybe is is already figuring out like there's going to be a new coach probably a new offensive coordinator next year like any chances I get, I'm going to really have to maximize. And so I really felt like, you know, especially especially the first half, obviously, because that's really where we saw him um, thrive um, and thrive, you know, relative. I mean, I, mm-hmm. the, the, the long the longer run, the 20 yarder, 20, 25 yarder, something like that. Um, it just felt like, man, that guy like it, it felt like a play he's he's run a hundred times in practice. And so it just felt like that guy was really prepared, really keyed in. Um, you know, a lot of the other carries were a little bit meh, um, but to get, you know, get 10 plus carries in a game um, to score a touchdown, like it, it really just felt like, all right, like we got a guy here that um, is really, is really um, excelling. Um, and if there is like some, some of the Frank Gore mentorship piece that, has been rumored a little bit with, with Lev Bell now out of the building. Um, Frank Gore taking P. Ryan under his wing a little bit without that tension of Lev Bell, you know, needing and wanting to be the lead back. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, if there's not a better guy, I think, in the NFL for P. Ryan to learn from about longevity and effective, you know, ball carrying than, uh, than a guy like Frank Gore. So, man, I, I felt good, felt, felt like he came in full of, you know, full of, you know, just kind of fresh legs and, and made the mm-hmm. most of his opportunities. And I liked what I saw. Nice. What What were your thoughts, Travis, and, and what you got to see? Um, I mean, he's very, very much a rookie. I mean, if you if you looked at him in any kind of pass protection uh, points where he was having to block, man, that, that guy's got a long ways to go. And, um, you know, but that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um I won't say that he like lit my world on fire and maybe I'm just tempering uh, expectations because I I feel like every year we see like, you know, the, the backup running back going back and and doing something that's right. 
Trent Cannon or yeah, yeah, going out getting 40 yards and I get stoked about it. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to temper that a little bit, but he looked good. I mean, his field vision looked good. Um, he was hitting the holes pretty well when they were there. Um, I will say this was not the greatest game for the offensive line, and that's saying a lot because every game is not the greatest game for them. Yeah. Although Beckton, Beckton was phenomenal outside of his two penalties. Yeah, but, uh, he had a couple plays where I think, I don't know if it was Hughes or who kind of like put him on his butt, but uh, yep. but yeah, he, th- there were times where it was hard for, for Sam to kind of hold, you know, hold a presence in the pocket because it just was, yeah, it was coming apart pretty quickly. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you can't, you can't kind of put it all on, Oh, well, Beckton had a bad game because he got dumped a couple times. It's like, well, that's going to happen when, you know, it's just a jailbreak, uh, you know, across the whole line. Like he's, he's kind of working on an island there. So, so, but, but yeah, yeah it, like, his bad game is nowhere near as bad a game as like everyone else on the offensive line tends to have. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, I mean, P. Ryan's a, you know, a good player. I mean, he, you know, he, you know, fourth round draft pick uh, by the Jets. Uh, he, comps most closely to tj yeldon who you know was obviously on the other side of the field there but was a you know pretty highly touted player coming out of college out of alabama um you know um p ryan out of florida you know at 216 pounds and you know had a pretty good uh, college career he wasn't necessarily a dominant player um but you know he was he was playing in, in in florida which is a you know decent program so uh, the big thing, which is why Gase loves him, is that he he caught a lot of passes, right? So Adam Gase loves uh, loves running backs who can catch a lot of passes, and he was pretty dominant in that uh, in that capacity in college. Um, but yeah, he's not necessarily the fastest guy. You know, his speed score, um, you know, at a you know with a four six, you know, for two hundred sixteen pounds, good, but you know, it's fine for the NFL, but certainly not you know, he's not a scorcher, uh, but he's, you know, he's a good kind of grinder type uh, who can, who can catch passes out of the backfield when you need him to. Um, so, so yeah, I, I liked what I saw from him. I thought it was good, but right. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of room for improvement and, you know, let's see what he does against a lesser uh, defensive line. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, wh- what about, what about what we saw from, um, from Denzel Mims first, first game out for Denzel Mim, Josh, did you have any, any thoughts and kind of what you saw from him? He seemed to, you know, do a lot of damage early and then was quiet. Well, you know, the whole offense was quiet. I should say the second half. Yeah. What do you think of his first half, uh, first half play? Yeah. You know, obviously he's getting a lot of targets that maybe Crowder would have seen this week, but um, just having that guy on the field, again, it just adds this element of a capable offense. I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, he's, he's comparable to a DK Metcalf or, even a guy in this class like Justin Jefferson, but Denzel Mims seems like he's going to be a solid, just a solid wide receiver. Um, and so, you know, having a guy like that on the field, who's going to create a little bit of space. He's going to fight for 50, 50 balls um, and, and come away with a lot of them um, was encouraging, you know? Um, and so he obviously like, it felt like the second half again, whatever happened at halftime, um, something completely shifted. Cause I don't even think we saw him. I don't think he got a target in the second half. Um, but in that first Adam half, Gase. obviously, was Adam, 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 Adam Case <laughs> uh, switched up the the chef rotation in the Ratatouille kitchen, and uh, right. you know wh- what are we going to do? But yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm going to be a Mims guy. Um, I feel like I feel like that guy's just tough, um, and I feel like he's he's out there to compete. And so again, you know, seeing both of those young guys get a lot of opportunities, a lot of run together, 
um, was encouraging. It has to be encouraging for Joe Douglas coming out of the draft, feeling like, all right, maybe we have something here and we have to compliment both of these players with other guys at their positions um, to round out the offense. But um, having Mims on the field, you know, making catches, getting a team lead of seven targets, um, man, was that just like a breath of fresh air in, in the midst of a non-fresh air season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have any thoughts, Travis, specifically around Mims, what you got to see? Um, well, before I get to Mims, um, I, I've got a quick aside. I know that that every now and again, I I give these little pearls of, of what it's like to live in southwestern Virginia, northeastern Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear it, but right now my neighbor is yelling at a squirrel on her front porch while yeah. attempting to blow leaves off of the same porch with a hairdryer. <laughs> and I, I am wish I utterly enthralled with what is going on. <laughs> I think you need to take a picture of that. And I think you need to send that to us because I think I need to see some of this. That is, is amazing. It is insanely amazing. Um, but uh, but back to Mims. Um, I think <laughs> I think uh, you know one of the one of the most. That's, you know what? Honestly, when I think about that lady, that's kind of how Adam Gase like runs his. Uh, runs his organization right like he's a little bit he's using (laughs) i was using a hair dryer to to blow leaves um, you know while yelling at an inconsequential squirrel i was gonna say it's the perfect the perfect visual of what jet's twitter looks like (laughs) (laughs) that too that too that too um but uh I think I think with Mems, like uh, the the first half of that game, I think what we got to see something that we haven't seen all year long, and it was the 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 two outside receivers actually playing together and seeing seeing them get a, a little bit of separation. And you know, like you said, Mems didn't even have a target in the second half, and uh, which you know, I again no idea. Like that was Adam Gase, what whatever the hell happened there? But um, I think that actually made me come out of the game thinking worse about Darnold than anything, because you can see, you know, these guys are getting separation, you know, for once. And, you know, he had open receivers at points and he was either sliding in the pocket too early or, you know, creating havoc for himself. And, you know, I I think the biggest thing I came out of that game with was uh, Adam might've have completely finally ruined Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah, he's broken. He's now a broken man. Yeah, I, yeah. it's hard to, we'll, you know, we'll, I mean, obviously we're going to have more games this season to see if that theory plays out, but he sure looked like a broken man in the second half of that game. And, you know, part of it was, you know, they were dialing up the pressure and they were moving him around and, you know, it was hard for him to get a platform to throw from. But but regardless, right, I mean, you've got, you know, a 6'3", 208-pound receiver with 4'3 wheels, <laughs> You know, just upper percentile, you know, speed, just use him, you know, catch, yeah. you know, everything scores in, in Mims. And so, yeah, I mean, I, here's what I'll say is like, you know, Mims obviously was, you know, faced up against a little bit of a banged up uh, secondary in, in, in Buffalo uh, against Buffalo. But, you know, the big thing is, is, I mean, let's remember, like, this is his first NFL game. So to corral whatever it was, four catches, like, that's pretty good. And yeah. so, so right, like, you know, the, there's been no preseason. He's been, you know, injured quite a bit, unfortunately, uh, which is a little bit worrisome. But, you know, let's see how he comes along between now and the end of the year. Because, right, it, I, I'm very curious and I hope that, you know, if having him on the field can be effective for, for Sam Darnold, obviously, if Sam Darnold's getting the time to, to throw the ball to him. So, yeah, I, I, similarly, I, I liked what I saw. Um, so, 
it's weird that in the, in the loss, you know, there was still some positives, but then, yeah, the big negative is, you know, what's, what's happening with Darnold. I think that, you know, we're now going to see, this is a lot of people have been, been asking these questions, you know, over the last, you know, many, many weeks, like what will happen with Darnold and the jets in 2021. And I, I fully believe that the next, you know, eight, nine, whatever weeks left there are in the season are, are going to, going to help, set that you know set that in stone one way or another um we do need to talk about there was an interesting tweet i saw from daniel jeremiah obviously daniel jeremiah is a joe douglas guy uh but he he did have an interesting tweet in which he said where was it darn it i had it um basically that uh, you know the jets rookie class is going to be really good this is yesterday during the games Good sign for things to come. They have a zillion picks in the next two drafts. So, right. So I think the point is, if we like a little bit of what we see from LaMichael Pirine, if we like what we see a little bit from Denzel Mims, if we like what we've seen from kind of Austin Davis and you know some of these other players, Bryce Hall, there's uh, Mekhi Becton, of course, uh, you know, there you have to feel good about the Jets if hopefully they keep Joe Douglas, uh, if they mm. keep Joe Douglas as they move forward. Uh, so that yeah, there are pieces, right? They're not going to be able to do it all on their own. Um, but yeah, it's hard not to see some validation of the picks which Joe Douglas has made in this most recent draft class. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys have any thoughts specifically around that? Um, just kind of the pieces and the the hope for the future, or just no, just more the, more the same with the Jets, Josh. I mean. You, you want to hit, you know, if you can hit under top three draft picks in any, any draft, you're going to be building really good NFL teams. And so Becton already feels like a, a locked in, unless, unless that guy gets injured, like he, he can play at this level. He's a really effective left tackle. Um, you know, Mims seems to be um, an NFL caliber so wide receiver, um, but right. We got, we, we've seen so, so little. Um, and so his development now going forward is going to be really crucial. Same with P Ryan, you know, same with a guy like Bryce Hall. Um, there's, there's a lot of pieces here that like, I do really love. And so if nothing else in a draft where the jets weren't like swimming in picks, um, the next two years are really crucial for Joe Douglas to really like make, make, um, these picks hit, um, as, (laughs) as, as much as he possibly can. And so if that guy can get, a little bit away from Adam Gase, hopefully after this season, hopefully it's before the draft. Like the, it would be the most jets thing ever to keep Gase <laughs> on through the draft somehow. And then, um, you know, not, not fire him or not replace him. And, and, and he's still a part of the organization in some way, um, man, I'm just, I'm hopeful that it's a Joe Douglas only draft. And then he and the front office are picking the coach together. Um, that's the best hope. Um, I don't think, I really think that's realistic, but I do hope, um, that that he gets another two years at this because what he has this year added to the next two draft classes, it could be you know the beginning of something really exciting. And listen, like if they get the number one pick, I don't know what you do other than take Trevor Lawrence and and yeah. and see what you can get for Darnold. Um, I think that you know that's not Sam's fault. That's not all the organization's fault either. There's been you know not great development, not great coaching, not great opportunity. And not great, you know, personal development in, in two years. And so, you know, I, you have to take the guy like Trevor Lawrence there, um, see what you can get for Darnold and, and build. But, you know, I, I am hopeful. Joe Douglas does does give me some hope. And then to see guys outside of the Jets 
kind of sphere also say that there's some hope there is hopeful in itself. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Hey, guys. Sorry to cut in for a quick second. Just want to thank everybody who's listening to There's Always Next Year and let you know about the fact that winning season is back at my bookie. Right now, the NFL, college football, and baseball playoffs are all going on. No shortage of games to watch and thousands of lines available on your favorite sports and events. And you can turn these games you're watching into a payday with my bookie. Use the promo code OVERTIME and claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to $1,000. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. That's promo code OVERTIME for you to claim your bonus when you make your first deposit. And for the future, I highly recommend betting on whoever's playing the Jets. So that'll make you plenty of money right now at my bookie. Remember, use the promo code OVERTIME and you can claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks on your first deposit. All right, Brian, sorry to hijack the show for a second. The floor is yours, sir. Before we close this out, I need some advice from you. So I am uh, I'm in the Outer Banks of North Carolina with my family this week. We're doing virtual school through January. And we uh, we said, okay, this is a good opportunity for a break. So we're um, we're down staying in a, a nice house and a, a, uh, one of our family members, which is uh, very sweet of them to, to let us use it. I've got my visor. I've got my frosted tips, uh, you know, salt life, stuff baby. ready. Yeah. I've got, I've got my salt life. Like what else do I need to do uh, while I'm down here? I need some tips on, on the outer banks. Um, from, you have to get, you have to get a, a puka shell necklace. Yeah, at, gotta at, a get wings, the, at a super wings, a wings or yes, a super 100%, wings. One hundred percent. Yep, super okay. wings. Um, and get a pair of cargo board shorts. 
Mm-hmm. I might already have those. I might already have those. <laughs> All right. Are you fair? Are, are you are you wandering around with a bag of boiled peanuts, or what's your boiled peanut situation? <laughs> My boiled <laughs> peanut situation is I have none. Thank you. Okay, so I need to get some boiled peanuts. All right. If I still had Facebook, that would be my Facebook status of the day. What's your boiled peanut situation? <laughs> <laughs> that's what, like, that's you, what Travis. Seen... <laughs> what Travis always asks every place he goes to. What's the boiled <laughs> peanut situation? Well, well, my my old one was the old, the always sunny episode where they take Charlie out for they think it's his birthday. And he's walking around with a plastic bag of spaghetti, yes. and he goes to the movie theater and says, um, "Before I go in, can I ask what your spaghetti policy is?" <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my go-to. But now, now it's bull, bull peanut situation. Brian, I'm I'm assuming you you've already you've already you're you're at this point forty percent duck donut is your body's mass at this point. Uh, you got some duck donuts it, in you? It's actually closer to 52%, but yes, but yes. we Actually, no, we've had no duck donuts yet. Um, mm. Can can we please explain to people from the Northeast what duck donuts is or are or could be? Uh, yes. I, I mean, duck donuts might take over the world, um, but it, according to Josh and Travis, not because they're tasty. Is this correct? No. What? What, they're not tasty. duck donuts, the phenomenon of duck donuts to those who would have never experienced he, duck donuts. He, the only the only draw the only draw to duck donuts is that you're at the beach and are there a plethora of donut shops around you? No, there's one. No. It's called Duck Donuts. Duck there's going to be a line down the street and socially distanced. It's probably reaching it worse. from like yeah. Kill Devil Hills all the way to Duck. Um, Correct. And 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 it's just not a good donut, guys. Like if you're in the Northeast, go to Dunkin' Donuts, buy a buy a donut, make it a little bit. Maybe a little bit better, and that's the donut that Duck Donuts is serving up. It is not special by any means. All right, Travis, what is your take? What is the chef's official take on Duck Donuts? My official take on Duck Donuts is I'm assuming uh, what they've done there is they've taken a turd. Oh, my. (laughs) And thickened it with flour, piped it out, and baked it. Like, that is... That's where I'm at. It's just like a floury, gross, but I don't like cake donuts. I'm I'm a true southerner, and I've I've always noticed there's there's a difference um, between people from the north and people from the south. People from south tend to like yeast donuts, like Krispy Kreme, Mm -hmm. and people from the north like cake donuts. And and, I mean that's representative of you know Dunkin' Donuts always being up north and Krispy Kremes always being in south. But but man, those donuts are complete and utter shit. They are not good. This thing, and I think it's all a part of this salt life mentality that you can take something incredibly mediocre. <laughs> yes. Like mind-blowingly mediocre. And all of a sudden, because it's at the beach, it's slightly better than, than mediocre. And you love yes. it because it's a part of the, the it's a part of the salt life. You know, you're you're out there, yes. you're living the salt life, you're smelling the salt air, you're feeling the the brisk breeze on your your frosted tips. You know, what's yes. what's better? Than having a a bush light, and mm. uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about the Outer Banks is there's so many goddamn Steelers fans down here. It's unbelievable. Yes. They all come from Western oh. Pennsylvania. We went for a walk this morning. Okay, and and I need to get back to Duck Donuts in a second. But or, well, okay. So Duck Donuts are for people who don't understand. It's a place you go and you custom order like a dozen donuts or however many you want. Um, but then you can pick like the toppings and they, they custom make them for you. So 
you get a cake donut and then they put, let's say, um, like a peanut glaze or a maple glaze, and then they can put bacon on it. So they're not sitting there waiting for you to be picked out. They actually are coming out hot and they're doing it and then they're making them. That is the only, that's the, that's the value. And then if you like cake donuts, I'm a cake donut fan. I grew up, you know, you go to an orchard or something like that as a kid and you, you eat a cake, you know, cider or cake donut or whatever. So anyway, but yes, I, we will go there at least twice, I'm sure, before the week is out. Um, and we're leaving in like four days. Um, it's so, like putting flowers on a hot turd. I'm telling yeah. you, like the only good thing is the toppings. <laughs> the toppings. Well, it's, 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 it's like, your, it's like your cold sauce, stone. It's your sauce theory. It's your sauce theory, Travis. Exactly. Yes. Like no one yes. wants to eat food. They just want sauce. They just have yeah. to have a socially acceptable way to eat massive amounts of to maple eat syrup. Blackberry sauce. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maple exactly. Drizzled uh, stuff. I, yeah. So, I so don't, we're. Go ahead. I don't think I've ever heard a better description of Outer Banks than there's a lot of Steeler fans here. That might be <laughs> the perfect way to do We should at some point, boys, do coastal towns and what it actually – like oh. when people go, what's Tampa, Florida like? And it's like, yeah, take a little bit of Pittsburgh, a little bit of of Philly, and mm -hmm. stick it on the beach. Like that's and kind of like Tampa. Most, yeah. The most strip clubs per capita of any place in the country. Right. Yes. in the middle of that right. <laughs> no oh no i was just gonna say like i'm thinking like now like i'm gonna just create a new persona and i'm just gonna go down there and i'm just gonna start wandering around the streets with a twisted tea in my hand and i think everyone's gonna like me <laughs> i think they will i think they will <laughs> there's unfortunately there's no little caesars down here but yeah so we were out on the beach no. for a walk this morning and uh and we uh like you know there are all the surf casters that are out in the morning and like this one guy, like, of course, like he's got all his surf casting gear. Great. Good for you. Have fun. Catch some striped bass, like, whatever. Cool. But like everything had like Steelers logos on it, like, yeah. you know, stickers and, you know, his umbrella had to be, you know, that colored. And I was just like, what is it with you people? Like, I know Pittsburgh is a terrible city, but like is this the only good thing about your city? Like Permani brother, like someone shoved uh you know coleslaw and and french fries into a sandwich and the steelers is that it like is that all you guys have <laughs> come on so so yes so that that is I'm, I'm at the outer banks this week i'm crying because i'm i'm laughing at you guys <laughs> uh and those descriptions those so good um all right we will be back next week after the colossal blowout by the kansas city chiefs uh, do you guys have any guesses on what the opening line was what was the opening line last night? Oh, I saw it already this morning. Oh, go ahead. 29, uh, is that it, right? No, not 29. I, <laughs> it's no, Close. it's 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 20, it's 20 even. Um, I I am mashing the I am mashing the jet the Jets are covering that spread. 20 points. 20 It depends on when they start I, taking their players out, right? I think it all comes down to when do they start I, taking their that's players out. Kind of my point. This has 35 to you know, to, to, to 17 written yeah. all over it. Like the Jets are going to cover that. Lock it in. All right. All right. Bill, Bill Simmons. And uh, that's that's and a bold move. Me and Cotton, cousin let's Sal. see if it pays Sal. off. All right. Guess the lines. Right. Well, we'll be back for Parents Corner next week. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and you each have to come up with a coastal city and then the yes. inhabitants, how you describe the it. Corollary. On, yeah. Yeah, the corollary, yeah. Yeah, the mashups from other cities. That That is going to be your homework this week. I got, I got tips on Wilmington. Okay, well, I'm nice. Calling, 
Yeah, I got a I got a Newark comparison that's gonna blow Ooh, your minds. Man, oh my goodness, I am looking right. forward to that one. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, have a good week. Um, you can uh, go to Duck Donuts on me and uh, just tell them I sent you. Guys can get a free free dozen of Duck Donuts uh, on me as long as you're wearing your Salt Life uh, T-shirt and your frosted tips and your visor. Everyone, have a good week. Sure to like and review. Uh, the Play Like a Jet feed. Thanks to Play Like a Jet. Thanks to Scott. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Big Boss Joe. Uh, everybody have a good week. Talk to you next week. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.